Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine, because we are starting. Hey there. Happy Monday. Good morning or afternoon or evening, depending on what time you are listening to this podcast. But I'm excited. I'm excited you're here and I'm super excited to kind of introduce a new series that I wanted to kick off over here on the Live Free podcast. Gosh, I've been helping women start and grow freelance businesses for the last three and a half years. And I was just thinking the other day, there are some common problems that occur with some of my students and all freelancers everywhere that are normal, but if you're either not prepared for them or don't know how to handle them can kind of feel scary and like, oh my gosh, what do I do? So I wanted to have this series to kind of give you in the moment, if maybe you're facing one of these problems right now, or that you can listen to now kind of take some action because in this episode, I'll talk about like what you can do to prevent the problem, but then you can come back to it and kind of listen and it'll, it'll help you kind of move forward when you're in the moment. So this week's topic is the problem of what to do when you are rocking and rolling and life is great. You have consistent clients. Maybe you quit your job and everything is great. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it might feel like one of your clients sends you an email or tells you on a call, hey, I can no longer afford your services. I no longer want to work with you. You know, whatever it might be, maybe whether it's their budget or, you know, you're just not a fit, whatever. And so you lose, you lose a client and you need a replacement client fast. So we're going to talk about that problem today and what the solution is when that happens so you can land a replacement client ASAP. Now, if you have not yet started your freelance business and you are wanting to get started and this is the first episode you're tuning into, (laughs) I'm sorry that this one could be a downer, but I think it's important to hear that this could happen. Nothing is guaranteed. Our clients aren't guaranteed. If you are haven't started a freelance business yet because you're hiding behind the facade of, oh, I have this stable, cushy corporate job or traditional salary that I can count on, we really can't count on those either. And one of the things that I talk about is the stability of freelancing. With freelancing, one of the things I focus on in my program is landing retainer clients. So if you have these retainer clients and you are working with them and you know that's consistent income you can count on month in and month out, there's your stability. But things can happen. People can decide 
oh, I no longer want this service, or I can no longer afford this service, or gosh, this person just isn't working out. But things can happen. But what is amazing about freelancing is when you do lose a client, you don't go from this stable, cushy, you know, salary to zero. Instead, you go from this stable, cushy income, business income. And instead of going to zero, you go from, let's say you have five clients at a time. Instead of going from five to zero, you go from five to four. And so you still have income coming in. So you're not completely like SOL. Oh crap. I have no income coming in to pay my bills, feed my family, you know, do all the things. So I'm team freelance for the win. And maybe you are too. But if you haven't really fully gotten started yet and you're, and you're wanting to know more about like, you're like, Hey, I don't need replacement clients yet. First, I just need clients. One of the best places to start next after this episode is grab my free workshop. Go ahead and go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash workshop. And I'm going to help kind of walk you through the whole, you know, freelance industry and then talk to you about how you can get your freelance business up and running and land clients fast. So. Check that out, MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash workshop, and then take action, okay? Let's go ahead and dive into this episode, though. What to do when everything's great, and then all of a sudden, a client is like, hey, I no longer want to work with you, or hey, this is going to be my last month, or hey, I need to pause our services for an indefinite period, or one month, two months, whatever that month, whatever that may be. What to do when that happens? First thing I want to tell you is, number one, just take a deep breath, breathe. When that happens, a normal response would be to kind of, you know, take it personal and pass ourselves and maybe perhaps judge ourselves for that. But number one, just breathe and do your best to not take it personally. And also know that you are not alone. It happens to probably just about everyone. And you will land another client. So I know because sometimes I've seen it where it's happened to a couple people in the program where they've you know, put in their notice, they've had a couple clients and they're like at their goal or right there and they put in their notice, quit their jobs. And then all of a sudden one of their clients is like, hey, I, I can't move forward anymore. And it's like, oh my gosh, did I make the wrong choice? Did I make a mistake? And I know if you're in in that place, it can feel super scary. So just try to remember to to breathe, take deep breaths, know you're not alone. And then the second thing is let's start kind of looking at this logistically. And depending on, you know, this is something if you're in overwhelmed to overbooked on a coaching call or in the Facebook group, we can talk through together on like how to handle this individual situations. But the second thing that you're going to want to do is look at your contract. And sometimes people will you know, fully adhere to the contract that is set in place. Like for example, in your contract, you might say this contract, especially if it's a retainer contract, this contract is in effect until each party gives 30 days notice, 14 days notice. And most clients will abide by that. Now, there might be some cases where some clients will give less notice than your contract states. And when that happens, we can always talk through that logistically kind of one-on-one as a case-by-case basis, but just use your best judgment there as far as how you respond to them and whether you fully enforce the contract or not. It's it's your choice. I mean, ultimately, if they 
your contract states, you know, you need to give me 30 days notice and they give you one day notice. That's really a rude thing to do to someone, but that could happen. And in that situation, you know, it's your choice to, on how you respond. And you could say, Hey, per our contract, whether you're wanting to end the working relationship or I am, we agreed to give each other 30 days notice and kind of go from there based on what that looks like. Now, I do know, especially during COVID and working with some people in this last, gosh, last year, there's been some clients that, that have given super short notice and it wasn't anything malicious. It was just logistically their business had taken a major hit because of COVID, because of the pandemic, and they legitimately could not afford their services. And in those cases, everyone, for the most part, I think decided to, you know, they didn't enforce it and instead wished the client well and like, I'm here to support you. I wish you the best and kind of just leaving it very amicable so that when the client did get back on their feet or something changed and they, they would want to work together again in the future, there was there was always going to be that open door for the future. So keep that in mind. And again, try not to take it personal. It, it might not be about you. It could be completely something on them. Their business revenue drastically changed, maybe something in their life drastically changed and they're putting their business on hold or they're just stuck and maybe nothing to do with you. But that brings me to the third thing that you need to do when this happens. The third thing is evaluate. Evaluate the situation and ask yourself, okay, like, was there anything I could have done? Especially if like you're shocked by this and you're like, oh my gosh, I love this client. Like I have no idea where this is coming from. But typically in kind of these cases, you you would have an inkling or an I idea like, I'm thinking we won't be working together much longer. And just on that note, it is a hundred percent okay for you to end a contract with a client too. If you're like, oh, this is not working, you you can do that as well. And that might be a reason why you're like, oh crap, I need a replacement client. I'm working with this client and they're just not a fit for whatever reason. I'll do another podcast episode kind of problem solution on how to handle those situations. This episode, I just want to focus on, okay, like let's get that replacement client fast. But before you start taking action to land that next replacement client, you really need to evaluate the situation. You know, was this a situation that was out of your control? You know, maybe the client's a local restaurant and the pandemic shut them down and they have no more business. And so they, and they're not doing orders. They're not making any money. Why would they pay for social media? You know, if they can't even serve their customers. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but maybe that's their mindset and that's the cut that they have to make. So you can evaluate, okay, was it, it was this out of my control? Was it something I did? Were we not a great fit? Was there anything I could have done to make this better in the future? And this, this step is going to be really important because before I end this episode, I'll talk about what you can do preventatively to perhaps not be in this situation. If it is a, a client you love working with and you, you don't want to see them go, what you could be doing proactively, preventatively to not maybe lose a client. So it really is important to go through and do that evaluation. Like, was there something I could have done? Was it me? Was it them? Was it something outside of our control? Kind of evaluate that without shame, without judgment, 
and go from there. I'll give you a story. I had a client that I was working with and it was like super easy peasy work. They hired me to do some engagement, but then they also hired me to do this setting up some Facebook group stuff and creating kind of like a plan for their membership community, their course community to get that Facebook group up and going and active. And this was an earlier client of mine, not my first one, but this was one where they kind of hired me and they wanted all these things. And then they were just kind of like, go do this. And I would, I would create plans. I would bring in, bring them to them. They hired me for like Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, the Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just $147. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. 10 hours a month though, and they wanted that first. That's what they hired me for to do some engagement And so I was doing that. And then they wanted me to put together a plan and present that to them and then implement that plan. Well, I put together the plan and then presented it to them. And they were like, okay, that's out of our budget. And I was like, okay. And so I would do my engagement, but they also like part of what they wanted me to do was just nudge the business owner, the face of the company to post on her personal page each day. Like if I noticed she had it posted by noon to like nudge her to post. And I was like, okay, that seems kind of lame, but sure. I can, I can do that. And I did. And after, gosh, I think we worked together for about three months and it was fine. I I was like excited about the plan. I wanted to implement it for them, but they were like, oh, that's too expensive. We like, we can't, we don't want to pay that. I was like, okay, well, you don't want to pay it. Like, you know, I didn't say this to them, but in my head, I'm like, okay, they don't want to pay for it. They don't want me to do it. Right. Seems logical. Well, like a month later, a month or two later, they sent an email like, so-and-so no longer wants to work with you because you're just not taking enough initiative. We really wanted, you know, that Facebook group and blah, blah, blah. And you haven't done anything with that yet. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like I put together this plan and I mean, I didn't say that like in my head, I was like, what is going on? And so when that happened, I had to sit down and evaluate, like, was I really not taking an initiative? And I looked at it and the situation and I was a hundred percent in the right to not start working on a Facebook group when I created a plan 
presented the plan and they were like, no, we don't want to pay for that. Okay, well, then there was no contract for that piece and or payment. So of course, I wasn't doing like that. There was nothing wrong there. One thing I could have done, okay, so their lack of initiative, maybe if I saw that this client was struggling to remember to post each day, I could have saw that struggle and offered a suggestion or solution to help with that. Like, hey, what if, you know, we meet on Mondays and plan out your content for blah, 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 or what my team has done when, you know, I'm not posting and they know I'm supposed to be posting is they'll reach out and say, hey, what can we do to, you know, make it easier for you to remember to go live? And so then we talked about it and we worked through through that plan. So that's what I did in that situation. And I kind of saw that like, okay, I, I realized that that client was not doing something. There was some resistance there. And I could have saw that and kind of spoke up and offered a solution. But, you know, I did it. And it's a live and learn lesson. So once you evaluate that, you've you've breathed, you took in deep breaths, you're not taking it personally. You looked at your contract and you kind of responded there. You evaluated so that you can learn from it and move forward stronger, better in the future. The fourth thing that you need to do now is to take action and implement a plan. And so I got three things for you to do, kind of three areas you can go to take action and find that client. Number one, I want you to think about what is the low-hanging fruit in your business right now? Low-hanging fruit basically just means what's the easiest thing, the easiest step to land a client. And I believe the easiest step, if you've already got a couple of clients, and let's say the client that left you was a 20-hour a month client and you have three other clients that are staying on with you. You could reach out to those clients and ask them like, hey, I have one more spot opening. And before I filled it with another client, I just wanted to check in with you to see if you wanted me to add on any hours. You could approach them like that. Or if you see a need that they have in their business that you could fulfill, you could you know, propose that specific need. Another thing you could do that could be low-hanging fruit is reach out to former clients that you had a great working relationship with and just check in on them. And, you know, depending on how it went, again, you can say something like, hey, I just wanted to check in on you and reach out. I've got one spot open and blah, 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 blah. So that's a possibility. Another example of low-hanging fruit could be if you had any like proposals that were sent out, any potential leads where you were down to, you know, the top two or three people that the business owner was looking at working with, you can send an email out to them and just say, hey, name, just checking in. I know we were talking back in March about blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing and let you know that I had, you know, I have one spot available and, you know, see if they need any help because you never know what could happen in the time between you guys talked and go from there. So that's the first option that would be reaching out to your low hanging fruit. Second option would be reaching out to your accountability buddy or your biz besties. And if you don't have this group yet, try to find them. If you're an OTO, post in the Facebook group you're looking for an accountability buddy, someone to, you know, kind of be that biz bestie for you. And you can do it kind of funny with that. Hey, I'm a tall, dark, and handsome man looking for a, you know, how they do in the, <laughs> what it, what was that called? Oh my gosh, my mind's going blank. Like, you know, the song, if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, what, what, what were those called? It's not the classified. It's like a personal ad type of thing. You can post that in the group, share a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do and who you're looking to connect with. 
And that could be a great way to find kind of that accountability buddy. But anyways, you'll go to that accountability buddy and just reach out to them and say, hey guys, oh, this just happened. Do you know of anyone looking for X? You know, X services, social media work, virtual assistant. Maybe they do. And you can say, if not, could you keep an eye out and tag me in anything? Or, you know, I'd love any referrals. Let people know you need tags and you need help. People are more than willing to support and help. And then the third thing that you can do would be thinking about, okay, the clients that you you do have, what did you do to land those clients? Okay, what worked to land your first initial clients? And then go do that again. Because if it worked once, if it worked twice, if it worked however many clients you've landed, it will work again. If you can land one client, you can land a hundred clients. Not that you want to work with a hundred at one time, but that is that is the truth. And if you're in OTO, that's where you can go back to the make back your money challenge or the land your first client challenge and go through that and spend 30 days kind of going back to your roots of picking your performance goals and sticking to that one thing that you know, if I just do this for 30 days, it'll bring me closer to getting on discovery calls and landing that next client. And if you do that, you do the 30 days and you're getting stuck. That's where I'm here. I can help you evaluate based on where you're getting in the landing clients process, you know, what possibly needs tweaking. And then last thing I wanted to talk about before I wrap this episode up is how to prevent being in this situation in the first place of that, like, you know, life is great coasting. And then all of a sudden being sideswiped, I'm almost and having to feel that like fight or flight, like hustle, 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 craziness. Number one, when you kind of hit your initial income goals, you replace your income, whatever that is, and you are like, gosh, awesome, this is great. And you you just want to maintain, that is awesome. It doesn't always have to be like a scale, more, more, more mode. But you want to make sure that when you hit those initial goals and each time you land a client, the amount of energy and effort you're putting towards networking and landing clients is going to lessen a little bit with each client you land because the time spent networking then gets replaced with working on that client work. So once, you know, you have your roster filled and you've reached that overbooked, that overbooked stage, make sure that you are still doing something at least one, one day a week or one action a week to be building relationships, networking and putting yourself out there so that if you ever are in a situation that replacement client could be within a week or two of bumping up that performance task from, you know, one day a week to five days a week. And then the last thing that you can do pro- proactively is if you're working with your clients, you're probably talking to them on a, depending on your role, a daily basis, a weekly basis, monthly basis, what have you, you're going to know how, you know, how they're feeling, what's going on in their life and their business. And if you see a need or, you know, something's not going right, speak up. If you, if you see them struggling somewhere and you see a clear solution, offer that solution to them. If you see that there's, you know, some friction or something and you like working with this client, communicate with them and, and say, Hey, you know, I'm noticing this. Can we talk again? If you need help figuring out how to approach those conversations, that is something I'm more than happy to handle in the OTO Facebook group and the OTO coaching calls. If you aren't in Overwhelmed to Overbooked yet, um, you can check out that program. Overwhelmed to Overbooked is my 
program that helps women go from starting their business to launching, getting started and hitting your income goals. And it covers everything that you need to build your business. You can check out all the nitty gritty details at MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash overbooked, as well as see student success stories. If you have any questions about the program and how I can help you reach your goals, um, don't hesitate to send me an email, reach out on Instagram, Facebook group, what have you. But I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it, if you're not in this situation right now, which I hope no one is, but if you are, I hope it's helpful. If you're not, I hope it's helpful to kind of listen and process through this could happen and this will probably happen to you at some point in your business, but it, it doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean it's time to throw in the towel. And here's some tips to help you work through it. Have a great day. I'll see you next week and I'll see you on Instagram and in the Facebook group. Thanks for being here. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.